This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. So the New York Jets, who have the most lax social media policy in all of professional sports as their players run rampant on all sorts of platforms, whether it be Instagram or X or TikTok or whatever, Mackay Becton accusing uh, Ryan Tannehill of being racist, all those other things that you see on there, the passive-aggressive stuff that the running backs had and Dalvin Cook was going to be... Uh, an option for the Jets, the liking of tweets that Zach Wilson sucked. I mean, they just there's a million of these things, right, that make news. The Jets make news on social media more than any other team makes news on social media. Now, this one, I think, is innocent. This one is innocent, but still unnecessary. And if I were a general manager or a head coach or anybody involved in the organization, I would have been like, why are you doing this? Because all this is going to do is inflame the fan base and get everybody nuts, and if we don't sign one of these guys or don't bring in one of these guys, then all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, well, Jets couldn't land the guy that your superstar wanted. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about Sauce Gardner. So a an account called Jets Media, NY Jets Media, which is a YouTube channel and is not affiliated with the New York Jets Media Relations, but is just a YouTube channel with a a fan running it, he puts out there, or he or she puts out there, name a free agent no one is talking about that the Jets should sign. And Sauce Gardner himself, his official account, quote tweets that X post and says, Calvin Ridley and T, meaning T Higgins. So we remember how Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, and I forget who else, put the cheese heads on and burned the cheese heads and did all this to get Aaron yeah. Rodgers there last yeah. offseason. And now he's putting this out there, which means that he he wants those guys on the team on so the other side of the ball. Uh, so that's adding a wide receiver is to be uh, on the opposite side of Garrett Wilson, something we've talked about a lot. But so Gardner's see those guys. Right, but here's the problem when you do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got to go back in that locker room. Some of the guys are still going to be there. <clears throat> And you're, you're basically as a defensive back saying, we need more wide receivers. How about if a wide receiver said, no, 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 we need more defensive backs. I mean, yeah. it's not, it, it doesn't go over well with your teammates, people that you may be wearing the same uniform. And he's a, he has a right to have an opinion, and I could probably say the same thing. I would like to see T. Higgins on a lot of different teams. I'd like to see T. Higgins on the Giants. Um, but, I'm, you know, this, it just creates unnecessary drama. It does. And I mean, I, I don't think this one is as harmful as some of the other stuff that the Jets have done, but you're right. It's, 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 it's totally unnecessary. It's like you don't have to, you don't answer that question when you're Sauce Gardner. I, especially from, you know, again, it's a, I, I, he obviously was tagged in it or something. No, or he somehow he saw it. Yeah. Right. How did he see it? 
But yeah, you saw it maybe in the for you category. Like, there's a bunch of people that I want no part of that end up in my for you feed on X. I know, but would it be? Um, you know, I, 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 it's probably in his feed because he is a Jet and he probably follows a lot of different Jet sites. I would think just to see what's going on, what's being said. Mm-hmm. He's not a stupid guy. He's a pretty smart guy in course, that regard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, why? Why even get involved in it? Why not just get work work your ass off, get ready to go, get back here next year, and get ready to play? Yeah. And, you know, let Joe Douglas and Aaron Rodgers figure it out. <laughs> or just Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, That's yeah, probably let him figure it out. They let him figure it out because he's going to be the guy who's going to be pushing for some players. And Devontae Adams, I know, is happy that Antonio Pierce uh, was hired and elevated to full-time head coach. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if a new regime in there and – they're looking to do some different things and maybe scale it back a little bit next year that they end up trading Devontae Adams if he wants out, but he doesn't I don't think he wants out now no. as much as he did when Josh McDaniels was there. No, I uh, think I think he's fine. I think he loves living there. Yeah. I, they just need they need a legitimate quarterback. Antonio's gotta find a quarterback. I don't you know, Aiden O'Connell is gonna come back as the incumbent starter. They're gonna cut loose of Jimmy Garoppolo, so who knows he's gonna be one of those quarterbacks out on the street. Mm-hmm. You know? Um I, I, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's unnecessary. You know, I guess sauce was bored. (laughs) (laughs) It's generally what happens, right? Yes. Generally what happens. Um, so you mentioned the Giants and T Higgins and the Giants and potentially Calvin Ridley. That, that's the one. I know the, the Jets want another wide receiver and, and with Aaron Rodgers, you got to go for it in this window. Uh, but the Giants need playmakers. My God. The Paris Campbell thing didn't work out. My God. They they need, right. They need a lot of playmakers. I mean, I mean, Darren Waller, you can't count on. He's going to be hurt. He's getting older, obviously. Great guy, whatever. But he can't, you can't count on him. I mean, you need some wide receivers, for God's sakes. Some real... You know what's, you know what's amazing? Receiver. And I know he still drops an occasional pass, but he gets a lot more passes thrown his way. Is they had the guy. They had... Evan Ingram? Yes. Well, he was he was much better once he left the Giants. He was catching the ball more. Well, he also had a legitimate, you know, passing game that he was a part sure. of and became a part of. Now, I'm not saying that they're the end-all, be-all down there in Jacksonville. They, they basically have stubbed their toes the last two years and... I would say that Trevor Lawrence hasn't lived up to, you know, what we all thought he was going to be up to this point. I mean, there are games where you look out there and you say to yourself, wow, he can really play. And then there are other games like, why can't you lead your team to the playoffs? Especially when you're leading one of the, uh, I wouldn't say weakest, but one of the most unsettled divisions in football in the AFC South. Because you have two rookie quarterbacks that started, one for Indianapolis and then one, of course, for Houston. Think That's about right. that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that should have been their division. They should have won that division and they should have been deep in the playoffs. And, you know, it's coach quarterback relationship, good, but not good enough. They should, they should have been in the playoffs this year. I know they had some injuries on their offensive line that really well, hurt them. Trevor Lawrence got hurt too and was playing hurt towards the end of the mm-hmm. year. There's no doubt about that. He just, he looked terrible. But I don't know. I'm just, it's going to be really interesting to see what the Giants do here this offseason because, especially in the draft. Yes. With that first pick that they have, I mean, I, do they try to trade up? Do they draft a quarterback there? Are they in love with somebody who's not going to be either Caleb Williams or Drake May? Those are the questions. Did, did Joe Shane and Brian Dable use this draft to get their future quarterback? And that that's going to be the most fascinating storyline in, in the New York football offseason to me because the Jets are essentially set. You know what they're going to be. There's going to be a couple of moves here or there. But what the Giants do at six, who is available at six, 
And do they feel the pressure, Dayball and Shane, to get their hands on a younger guy? Or do they think that, hey, a healthy Daniel Jones and give him a weapon or two and hopefully we rebuild the offensive line in the way that we want? And is Saquon going to be here? I mean, there there are so many questions with the Giants in this offseason. I mean, their rebuild got pushed back a year because of what happened, because of their success. And I, I would probably, I, I would bet money that the Jets are either going offensive tackle or wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would bet. And this see, this this draft is heavy uh, in wide receivers. I mean, you can get really terrific wide receivers in the second and third round. And you know, wide receiver. Interestingly, we were talking about this the other day. They are spectacular players. They're spectacular athletes. But because there are so many of them, the question really is going to be: What is going to happen to those salaries? Are they now going to start to be depressed? Because you can draft guys in the second and third round that turn out to be like the Nico Collinses of the world, the Tank Dells of the world. Well, T. Higgins was a second round draft choice, I believe, either second or third. But yeah, just what happened with the running backs? What you're talking about, right? But the, but the wide receiver sort of lasts longer. I mean, it, it did it did end quickly for Steph Diggs, but you could generally get more. Like Tyreek Hill's been the best of the best for how many years now? You know, a lot more than you would feel like a running back would be. Yeah, I mean, he changes the game. There's no question about it. But, like, you see how Minnesota, they Justin Jefferson, they have uh, an Addison, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Addison. So, right, it's Jordan Addison. So they got two go-to guys. That's what every team wants. But, you know, who wants to always draft guys in the first round if you don't have to? Yeah. Well, that's really how the best teams are able to be successful right away in these rebuilds. I mean, look at the... The Houston Texans first uh, the their draft this year. Well, I would say that the Texans and the Bears are kind of like on parallel paths because they traded away. One was a first round pick, uh, so Carolina could you know go get Bryce Young, and then what Houston did is they traded away Deshaun Watson to Cleveland, and they are still reaping the benefits of that. And they were lucky enough to be bad enough that CJ found uh, CJ Stroud was there at number two when they drafted. Let's go to Ronnie and Tom's River. What's going on, Ronnie? Hey, man, how's everyone doing today? Good, Ronnie. What's up? I got to call Boomer out with this Evan Ingram buyer's remorse remark that he just had. Boomer, you're better than this, bro. Evan Ingram was a complete dumpster fire in New York. He contributed to Daniel Jones' interception rate. Every single time this guy touched the ball, he played volleyball, popping the ball up in the air for Daniel Jones to get intercepted. And, of course, Evan Ingram's going to do well in Jacksonville because there's only, what, two people and a, a teenager covering the team down there, so there's no pressure. He wasn't built for New York. Happy got rid of him. Thought you were better than that, Boomer. <laughs> yeah, be be better, Boomer, for God's sakes. Uh, he was a different player once he got down there, and I think that was... Well, you know, it happened to like, J.T. Miller for us in the Rangers. We traded him away, goes to win the Cup, goes to Vancouver, is one of their best players on one of the best teams. Well, how many times have you said this about I, the Mets? I know, but can we just, can we just like, develop our own guys and let them grow into a... Like, we want a 22 or a 23 or 24-year-old to go out there in the case of the Rangers, to score 50 goals. We don't, that, we don't have that guy. We have guys that are progressively getting better and better and better. Can we show some patience? You know, now the cap is different in the NHL, and sometimes you have to move players when you don't want to move them because you can't afford them. But um, at the end of the day, like for Evan Ingram, uh, you know, I know he dropped passes here. I said that. And he still continues to drop passes in Jacksonville, but he gets more passes thrown to him. And the more passes that are thrown to him, the more likely he is to have success. And you can talk about a teenager covering that team. That that team is just as uh, national as every other team. And, yeah, I know New York's tough. I understand it. I wore pinstripes on Sunday. They're heavy. 
you know, it's not easy. Not anybody can just pull it off. Yeah. I so, but the point being is that like Evan Ingram's gotten better as he left here. And that happens to a lot of guys. Yeah, sort of like Spike, who couldn't handle it here and then crawled back to his home in Philadelphia, you know? Skinny vegan hipster. Spencer's in Miami. What's going on, Spencer? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, man. What's up? So it turns out this thing I wanted to bring up was fake, unfortunately, because it's hilarious. But uh, I'm not going to bring it to the air. Um, so I'll pivot and then hang up and listen. <laughs> okay. Gio, what is your take on... Tyreek Tyreek Hill's recent divorce after seventy six days. Yeah, so he he's claiming that this didn't happen. So I did see this story, Spencer, and I guess there's a legitimate filing down in Florida that says that Tyreek Hill filed for divorce, and TMZ had gotten a hold of it. Now Tyreek Hill is saying, no, 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 we are still together. We are happy together. They even posted a picture together. So I don't know. I mean, I. Maybe it was one of these things where they had a big fight and he was like, screw this, I'm going to divorce you. And then like in a fit of anger, went and filed for divorce. And then all of a sudden they made up afterwards and it's like officially on the books and he's now regretting doing that. Maybe it's that situation. But yeah, I mean, during that hard knocks in season, those two had just gotten married. They they couldn't have been happier. And now this whole thing is going on. So who the yeah, hell knows? What, I, I mean, what is going on? He's turning into Antonio Brown. Hmm. It's there, bizarro land, man. Yeah, Antonio Brown went really, really crazy oh, really this quick. Is not, this is not like uh, Crazy Train? What? What is this? This is a little much, man. I mean, like, uh, th- Antonio Brown. He had he, a fire in his house. Got a hole in his roof. Middle of the season. Gets married. He's got two um, paternity suits against him. I mean, this yeah. is not the Crazy Train? What is it? Was he also the guy that slapped the guy, what, like a dock worker? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, this, this, this does not seem like we're going down that yeah. road. Wants, wants to be a porn star. Right. Yeah, that's right. He said he wanted to be a porn star too. I guess you're right. There's a lot of signs. There's a lot of red flags. But Antonio Brown, still, I mean, we forget about everything that he did. And who is uh, Antonio Brown is going to be doing a podcast with somebody, and they're going to call it the CTE podcast? <laughs> did you Did you hear that? Or was that was that fake? I don't. I don't know. I know that he does. I, I, it's not the joke around about, but no, uh, I know. I know that he does. He jokes around about it all the time on uh, on X. Antonio Brown. Yeah, so I would not and, be and surprised. I think somebody said that whoever he's doing with, Google this thing real quick. Okay. Because I was thinking that somebody wrote into him. You got to have Vontez perfect on. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they got to lay the lay the wood to him. That's right. Took him out to the woodshed. But his behavior changed after that. Yeah, it definitely did. Well, everybody points to that hit. Sure. That's why they were saying you got to have Vontez on, wherever Vontez is. I have no idea where Vontez is. Uh, Here we go. And uh, Chandler Jones, Antonio Brown want to prove CTE is not real with new podcast. Okay. (laughs) Those two guys? Yes. Uh, Chandler Jones explains what he believes CTE is fake. All right. Oh, man. You know what? Like, it's just, it's something that you can't even, like, th- those two guys, their lives went haywire. And I don't want to sit there and completely blame football for yeah, but all they're, of it. But they're putting it out. Yeah, they they're, are. They're it's the just, ones that are putting it out there. So. No, you're right. But it is, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a level of sadness to this, too. You know what I'm saying? Chandler Jones, like, there was well checks on him. There was well checks on Antonio Brown. And I think there is, like, this is one of those tough things. Like, how much is it, 
brain damage and how much is it just pure a-hole? I mean, that's well, like or, a... Or other issues, but, you know, Chandler Jones was also, when he was with the Patriots, you know, came out of his house naked trying to bite the face off of a police officer after doing some sort of... Uh, uh, it was uh, synthetic, synthetic marijuana. marijuana, yeah. Yeah. Which it was also bath salts, I think, could do that to you, but I believe it was synthetic marijuana that he was doing that, yeah, up in New England. And by the way... Yeah. Did you see those three fans out in Kansas City that died in the backyard of of uh, yeah. one of their buddies? Yes, it was an unbelievable story. I wanna I wanna bring that up. Oh, you do a little bit later um, because I have some thoughts on it. I don't want to waste them now, but yes, I did see that story, and it is it's nuts. Uh, by the way, who are the top five wide receivers in terms of receptions uh, in the NFL? Do you have any idea? Uh, I will say uh, C.D. Lamb one, Tyreek Hill two. Oh my. God. Lions. Oh, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Three. Uh, Puka Nakua. No, number four is Evan Ingram of the Jacksonville Jaguars with 114. So that teenager wow. that, that teenagers that's covering, covering him down there in Jacksonville, I'm sure, is getting a lot of good Well, he's a tight him. end. You said wide receivers. That was well, a I mean, of... well, just receptions. Uh, yeah, you you threw me off there. Oh, I'm sorry. He had 114 catches this year. Damn. A lot of catches. That is a lot of catches. He probably that means he probably had about ten drops. Figuring that he dropped, you know. Is it on there? It might even be on there. Drops. Uh, it doesn't look like no, it. I don't think, no, it's not. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Recco back, and he's got sports for us. What is happening, Jerry? Oh, what is happening with you? Your Knicks are happening. That's what's happening from last night in Brooklyn. And an Obi shovels it over to Randall at the foul line. Five to shoot for the Knicks. To a cutting heart down the lane. Runs and attacks it and still gets the layup to fall. And the Knicks take a four-point lead. Timeout next. And I will say, the Nets don't have That was a very difficult contested shot that he made there. And that put him up four at the point. Uh, yeah, that's that's a tough finish. So, pretty good. Knicks ben Sim- yeah, it's Ben Simmons standing there. stupid suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. 
How many games does he miss this year? All of them, aside from about 10. He's I like, mean, a, there is nothing like the Nets just have a whole bunch of guys that just don't play. No, that's not true. Not I mean, now that, I mean, they have guys they've now that Simmons. play. But anybody like makes a mascot. Over, anybody. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Anybody that dresses makes like a clown and yeah. doesn't play. Anybody that makes over thirty million doesn't play. I mean, it is incredible. It really is. I don't know what's guy. wrong with them now. Same same issue. The back. He's back. Yeah. I like how they put out these status reports. Like, don't even add him to let us know when he might play, when he might actually play. Wasn't this like coming into the season like this was gonna be his year? Yeah. He was feeling good and it he did was gonna... start relatively well. Okay. And then it went sideways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 108-103, the final. Here was Jacques Vaughn. Lots of praise for the Knicks on this night. You give them credit for making two good blocks. Uh, our dudes were aggressive at that point, but uh, that was we good got basketball. One-on-one, one-on-one. But no dogs. We got dudes, dogs. And- See, if I'm Tommy, I'm, I'm upset that Jacques Vaughn is stealing my words. I think in fairness, Jacques Vaughn said that first. Oh, okay. But you could be right. But Tommy's been saying this since last year, the dudes thing. We got dudes. Do you think Tommy's rubbed off on Jacques Vaughn? Yes, I do. (laughs) And dogs, by the way. Yeah, dudes and dogs. Damage. What? Damage. 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 And I I would say dominating. Do damage. Uh, Well, they dominated the fourth quarter, that's for sure. That's all you have to do in the NBA. Dominate the fourth quarter and you win. Depending on how much you're down by or up by, that is true. Here is Julius Randle. Lots of hustle from us today. Those are the players that maybe go unnoticed. Um, But they're winning plays and help us win games, so... Credit to those guys for battling the way that they did. He had thirty. He had thirty, as did uh, Jalen Brunson with thirty points. Tom Thibodeau talking about the finish. Won a great game, but uh, we did end it well. I didn't think we uh, played particularly well, but I loved how we responded in the fourth quarter, and I thought that 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 said a lot about who we are. And so now the Knicks have won four straight and five of their last six. The Nets have lost six of their last eight. Also from the NBA last night, Shea Gilgis-Alexander at 33. Thunder beat the Blazers 111-109. to A little bit of a crazy finish to this game. Chauncey Billups was given a couple of technical fouls because he was trying to call timeout with his team ahead. They wound up uh, teeing him up twice. And they lost by two, and supposedly they're going to protest the game. I don't think you see that very often in the NBA. You don't, and generally it doesn't mean anything, right? Other than you're sticking up for your team, but yeah, it ain't going to go anywhere. And the Nuggets got a triple-double from Nikola Jokic, 31-13-10 in a 114-109 win over the Pacers. Clippers beat the Lakers 127-116, and Al did look it up. Only the second career triple-double for Kawhi Leonard. That is, it's strange. It makes sense, right? I mean, I maybe so he just too. doesn't get a lot of rebounds? Is that what it's been? Uh, I guess. I Whatever it is. I don't know. But yeah, over 800 games and only his second triple-double. The Bucks are 30-13. and 13, Pretty good. Not good enough, though, if you're their upper, um, their front office, because Adrian Griffin, their head coach, was let go yesterday. Um, reportedly, they're in talks with Doc Rivers. Ironically enough, or oddly enough, this is how the news broke on TNT, as they would tell us. We have news in from CNN. They are reporting. From CNN Sports. From CNN Sports yeah. that Doc Rivers has accepted the Milwaukee Bucks head coaching position. And so this got a lot of attention because CNN Well, Sports, he hasn't. They were talking to him, but he hasn't accepted it. And Woj and, and Shams and those guys didn't say that he's accepted it yet. And where and, did this come from? And what is CNN Sports to begin with? Fake news. I, <laughs> fake news said. I, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> so there's a, there are all sorts of different reports out there now okay. that say they're very close to an agreement, that he's their target. But I have not seen that they have hired him yet. Get him here. Makes a ton of sense. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, what so. does ESPN do? 
Didn't they fire like Van Gundy and Mark Jackson and put him and Doris him in Burke in with yeah. Mike Breen? Yeah. Now what? I don't know. And how do they not have the news and he's their employee? Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe there is no news. Wasn't there like a division of CNN that was like headline news sports? Like, remember there was that? Headline, yeah, I remember there headline, was, yeah. With that Robin a, Mead. Yeah. Yeah, you used to watch it every morning. Yeah. But was that with CNN or? I well, it is a Turner company. Okay. Headline, I believe. All right. Because that's what our, they had a sports yeah. department or division back in the day. I, CNN sports? That's not a thing. I don't think it's a thing. I think they were saying CNN. He, the guy said CNN. But then they said CNN Sports. Somebody else said CNN Sports. Yeah. Not the lead. Who was the lead guy? That's not Ernie Johnson. That was not Ernie Johnson. I'm not sure. I don't know who it was, but on the night of the New Hampshire primary, CNN Sports comes in with the Doc Rivers news. <laughs> <laughs> Look over here. Look over here. <laughs> uh, that's that's fake know. news. Sad. You know, it's funny. Since you bring this up, um, talking about you know New Hampshire and everything. So at Sirius XM yesterday, Stephen A. was with Howard Stern. And he made it very clear there's one thing he would like to do in terms of Donald Trump. Obviously, I have my show first take on ESPN every weekday morning, right? Yes. It's a debate show. I would love to be in a presidential debate. I, nothing. I think you do me. great. Oh, my. No, no. I'd eat him alive. I'd debate Trump any day of the week. Any day of the week. Name the time and place and I'd show up. Now, this is clearly not from yesterday, but could you imagine what Trump would actually think? We have people... That are stupid. <laughs> he would probably resort to name calling. We have losers. We have losers. Now that's from a long time ago. I had nothing to do with Stephen A. Just bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll host it right here. Why don't we oh, host it right here? God. <laughs> God. Oh, that is pretty funny. If you haven't seen the Shane Gillis netflix special the debate segment that he does is phenomenal it's called beautiful dogs you gotta it's like he does a trump biden debate scenario and it is just it is hilarious it's as good as it gets i think i want to see the trump stephen a scenario yes, now yeah. absolutely because those two would be on fire with one another oh my god yeah i mean he stephen a would not back down no he wouldn't sure. yeah. it'd be very funny <laughs> Uh, keeping it to Sirius XM for a moment, during the Christopher Mad Dog Russo show, he was doing a commercial read for a mattress company because he has issues with his mattress, a lot of people do, with his mattress and his sleep. With me, it's a mess. Lost cause. Too hot, too cold, too something. Too much tossing around. Wee-wee's in the middle of the night. You name it. <laughs> he's talking about himself? Yes. He's saying he's making wee-wees? <laughs> what is he, 60? 64. Yeah, 64. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I just... Maybe he drinks a lot of water. When have you used the term making wee-wee? I don't know. He's just... <laughs> I have to use the rubber sheets now, the little wee-wees that I'm making in the middle of the night. And soaking the sheets with my wee-wee. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, poor guy. And then I get my little binky and my milk baba, and I go to sleep. <laughs> Got a little blankie with him? Yeah. God. I was sucking on my thumb. <laughs> All that. Little wee-wees. Wee-wees and a poopies. Luckily, I'm not making poopies in the middle of the night. Give him time. Uh, give, <laughs> give him time. time. <laughs> that that uh, could end up there. Uh, Raiders hire former Chargers general manager Tom Telesco as their new GM. And Brian Johnson, mm -hmm. offensive coordinator in Philly, 
fired. Uh, in Buffalo. Wow, what is CNN Sports saying about Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> to the Chargers. Yes. That they're close, apparently. Uh, what's going on with the Bills? Here's Brandon Bean uh, on the idea that their Super Bowl window is closing after losing again to the Chiefs on Sunday. Your team is always changing and evolving uh, each each class with draft classes, free agents, whether they're one-year deals or, or multi-year deals. Um, some guys age out. Some guys play themselves to where you can't afford them. So you're, you're constantly changing the roster. Right. Sounds like you got to stay relevant. And here is Sean McDermott, their head coach. He knows. Got to get a, got to get one of these Super Bowls. That's, that's what I go to bed thinking about in terms of taking another step. Really, two steps. John, and um, like I've told you, you know me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty uh, goal-oriented, and the ultimate goal is winning a world championship. And they have not done that yet, and they have not been able to get past the Chiefs. Um, you do have the Chiefs and the Ravens coming up on Sunday. Uh, Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, Todd Helton voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. The Rangers were in San Jose last night. They went to overtime after wasting a 2-0 lead and wound up falling by a goal. Zibanejad got picked off. A couple of picks set up for Ruta. They score! And the Sharks win it in overtime on the goal by Tomas Hurdle. Mm, That's a 12-win team going into that game last night. Did Sam Rosen just make that name up? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Sounds like a Shrubbish Hurdle. Thomas Hurdle. Oh, okay. Yes. That was Jesus. It sounded like me when I was calling that Devil's Game. I was just making guys' names up. Slurring words. Yeah, Yeah, the power play goal by Schmertus Murray. (laughs) No, that was really him. You know what? You did a good job with that. I had fun with you it. You got to give yourself some credit, man. Really, it, it was a difficult play-by-play doing that hockey, but we had a blast. But I was so lucky because we knew the teams, the Penguins and the Devils, and they, they didn't have a lot of hard names. Right? Didn't we do the? We did the Devils and the Islanders. The oh, first Devils time. and Islanders. One. Then we you did, did the it twice. Yeah, we did it twice. Yes. We did it in nineteen, and then we did it in twenty. See, this is the thing: the Devils weren't very good back then, so they wanted a little bit of promotion. So then they wanted to, you know, to hop on our bandwagon. And now that they're they good, should hop they on did. your bandwagon again and get back on the radio. Yeah, but they haven't ca- they haven't called us back. Yeah, Maddie Lachlan helping out right there. Yeah, if you're watching on CBS Sports Network. Definitely, what a good dude, man. Yes, he is. So I saw him um, two weeks ago at the Rockets. Yeah. Said hello. Said hi to everybody. Uh, so the Rangers lose in overtime. The Islanders lost to the Golden Knights three two. Same score there. Patrick Watt not bothered by the effort at all. Just didn't put the puck in the net. Twenty seven thirteen scoring chance. Yeah. I mean. What can I say? I mean, it's 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 sometimes it's just the puck just just doesn't go in. Okay, well, where's he living? Do you think? I'm right so now? fascinated with Patrick Waugh on Long Island. He's probably at the Garden City Hotel. I would think okay. short term. Yeah, that's what I would think. But that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, living at a hotel for a few months tough. Not well, that, that hotel's nice hotel. I know, but. That's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, then you got to figure out, is he here for the long term? And then if he's here for a long term, then he can find a little bit more of a, you know, substant, you know, I would say more of a permanent living space. Permanent living space. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you don't know how this is going to work out. You stay in the hotel the rest of the season. You rent a house. I don't know. Maybe it's only Lamarillo's house. Who knows? Yeah. That would be weird. Put those hockey minds together, right? (laughs) Man. (laughs) Lou uh, Admiral coming down in the middle of the night. <laughs> making wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
college yeah. basketball tonight. You got St. John's facing Villanova. Seton Hall is home for Providence. And I haven't brought it to you yet, but uh, Aaron Boone did speak with Evan and Tiki. I imagine you're not interested in that. I thought it was odd that he was on yesterday and for a very long time. But yeah, was he promoting anything or was just that? Like- I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure. That was, that was but he, you know, he mentioned he talked about Cashman uh, with the rant that he had, you know, before, with the mm-hmm. F-bombs and everything. He talked yeah. about uh, Giancarlo Stanton's got to change his body type. Uh, so Ooh. I can get you some well, of that. Why wouldn't he change his body type? It looks like To stay Thomas. healthy. Yeah. I thought he was going to told him to transition or something. No, no, no. <laughs> He's got body st- type. The guy's a Don. To stay on the field and stay healthy. Yeah. Well, maybe he's too tightened up. I don't know. Too tight. And then also, I just got the audio, uh, which I will edit now and have for your next hour, reaction from Travis and Jason Kelsey about the whole Jason Kelsey, Taylor Swift nonsense in the suite from Sunday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, Boomer and Gio on the fan in CBS Sports Network. So I told you yesterday that I was asked by Spike, our current program director, to do this interview that had something to do with our company and Little Dicky, who is also known as Dave, who has a very successful FX show, and he's a very successful guy. And I said, sure, you know, no problem. I'll do this uh, interview with Little Dicky, and it's some sort of sponsorship deal. And he said, thank you, I appreciate it. So then I got like, you know, 7 million emails about what was going to happen. I mean, you've probably been on things like this where they need you for something. The sponsor involves 6 million people are chiming in. You Here's this. Here's that. Here's the rundown. Here's the questions. Here's the, here's the timing. Here's the link. Here's the, like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, chill out. And then they're like, you got to have this specific microphone. You can't just do it on a regular Zoom. It needs to be. So I'm like, I don't, uh, uh, uh. like, I come in here and I have a microphone and I hit, on and then I talk like I don't have this set up at home we don't do that anymore 
So Spike's like, hey, I got a podcast, whatever microphone, you can plug it to your laptop, fine. So they bring that home. And my wife, currently, I don't know what she has, probably the flu, she just can't get out of bed. She is essentially bedridden the last couple of days. So I have to, and I'm not going to cancel anything because I want to go about my life. So I got to figure out a way to juggle the two girls at night and figure to do this interview and everything else. So I call my 77-year-old mother to come over because earlier in the day, earlier in the day, Louise, my mother-in-law, is now she's feeling the same things that Gina was feeling. So she left when I got home. She, I felt terrible. You know, she's like walking out the door. Ah, ah. You know, I felt terrible. So I'm like, all right, so go home, get some rest. So she's out of the mix now. So I call my my mother to come over. She comes over. Somehow she forgets where my house is. Drives right past the house. That stuff. You know, and now you're bringing your 77-year-old mother into a house with somebody. No, no, no. But here's the thing. She's, but hold on a second. Don't even give me that because the kids are fine. I'm fine. Gina's been upstairs quarantined in his bedroom. I got, I got no choice at this point. You know what I'm saying? I got no choice. You're bringing up uh, chicken soup? Uh, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. So, um, so she's fine with it. I told she knows the situation. She's downstairs with the girl. She's not even going upstairs. So then she drives right past the house. So now I'm like, the clock is ticking. I got to get upstairs and set up this thing for this interview. And I, you know, I call her like, "Where are you? Why did you just pass the house?" She's like, "I don't know. I don't know what happened. You had the Christmas lights up last time I was here. You don't have them." I'm like, "Turn around." Um, so then she she comes in. She comes into the house. I'm like, "Here." Here is the uh, the bottle you got to give Summer. This is their favorite movie. Put it down here. They want this. They want that. I got to make a set upstairs because I can't do this downstairs. Because if I did it downstairs, it'd be daddy, daddy. I was roof, roof. You know, I'd be doing this the whole time. So I, I go upstairs to the guest bedroom. I move the bed out of the way. I lug up a chair, lug up a desk, make a set in this thing, plug in the microphone, hit the link, the whole thing. Ready to go. You know, I hear downstairs, you know, just screaming and crying and chaos. And I'm basically running a hospice up there. (laughs) I sit down, get everything going. Boom. Cameras on. Mic's on. Ready to go. I send an email back. Hey, I'm ready to go. I'm logged in. Two minutes later, email comes back. Ding. Hey, uh, sorry, Gio, but little Dickie's schedule changed and we don't need you anymore. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) You have to be kidding me. So I just sat there and I was like, little dick, little dickies schedule changed. Oh, wow. So I get a phone call like immediately from the guy, the sales guy who's running this thing who it's not his fault. It was the other people's fault. So he calls me immediately. He says all the right things like, I'm sorry, this was a cluster F, whatever. So and he goes, you don't deserve this. I, I understand. I'm just like, I could I could sit here and scream and yell. To the end of time. But it doesn't matter. Right. I said, this is just a moment in time that sucks. And I'm not happy about it. But what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So, you know, I texted Spike. And he, of course, is laughing about the whole thing. Because you should. I mean, if you're not me, it's hilarious. But when you're me... You know, so then here I am going back down the stairs with the desk and the chair and the whole thing. Like, I'm taking, like, pieces of decorative art and putting it behind me so it looks like I'm in a real place because this was apparently a very important thing for the company. So, yeah, that was uh, that was last night. Not good, man. I was looking forward to hearing what the uh, the interview was going to be about. What was uh, what were the initial questions about? Do you remember? Uh, it's just... I, yeah, I can, I can tell you... 
I could tell you right now, if I go back, it's it's just it's just hilarious. Uh, so, and this is a little Lil Dickies podcast. Is right. that what this is? All right, yeah, here we go. Um, a few other notes from us on this. Wanted to make sure you had all the info you need. You can address him as Dave rather than Little Dicky. He recently released a new album with songs from his FX show. He his show just wrapped season three late with lots of celebrity celebrity cameos. I'm like, he's interviewing me. What do I give a crap about any of this stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? It sounds like to me, you know, that interview that you had to give with the fighter that you didn't know. Yeah, right. It sounds kind of like the same thing. Like you were interviewing him. But so then Spike comes in, email fifty five is like just to be clear. Like, he's interviewing Gio, right? Because you're giving him these facts about him, and I don't know, like, yeah. And then, then here, here's Dickey is a Philly fan. You could talk about that, their failed playoff run, both New York teams being in bad shape. Your takes on anything related to the big game, because we're not allowed to say Super Bowl, all of this. I'm telling you, email after email after email after email. <clears throat> Just to go up there, plug in this microphone, sit down, go, I'm ready. We don't need you. <laughs> You know, I got my wife's on her deathbed. <laughs> you got your mother downstairs with the two kids, the dog, the screaming. Screaming. You have to build a set within five minutes. <laughs> perfect. That's like the perfect. Oh. I mean, and I just, and, and like you I said. You just got deed in the drive-thru, man. Yeah, That's I what did. happened. Yeah, yeah. I got a little dickied. You got a little dickied in the drive-thru is what happened. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. But I, you know. I, I kind of I, I got rid of the anger quickly because I was proud of myself at that point. I was just like, I, I mean, I felt like, you know, you have that, like, you want to punch a wall type of thing, you know, yeah. like Peter Schwartz did. It's not a good that. job by our program director, Spike. I wasn't. It really was not. Just, I, I want to blame, blame him, but I can't. I want to blame him, but I can't. Now I'm glad he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he, I mean. It wasn't his fault. I don't even think it was the eight, the account executive's fault. It was just the old. It was these little Dickies handlers who had their hands on Dicky with the ones that f this whole thing up. And just that. basically said, "Oh, we don't need you anymore." So, so get out of here. Like you know, it's like you dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that. So you asked me how it went this morning. I said yeah. I'll save it for the air. After all of that yesterday, this is what you come back with. Yeah, it's tough. tough. Yeah, well, it's okay. We're good. We're okay. good. A little bit of We're lack good. of respect there. We're good. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Mike in Manhattan, what's going on, Mike? Hey, you guys talking about Spike? The witch is dead, man. He's gone. You guys chased him right out of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he couldn't. He's like Jordan I, Montgomery. The pinstripes were heavy for him. Now, I'd like to give a lineup if I can. I've been a listener since '88. So, um, can I give a lineup the way I would like to show the uh, the station to be? Sure, without and then you can apply too. I think it's up there on Odyssey's right. website. So you can go ahead and well, apply. But yeah, let's hear uh, let's hear your lineup. After this, you'll probably hire me on the spot. First of all, the wrap up the warm up show will start at six. Six a.m. So all right, like that. Half half hour long. You guys start at six thirty. You go to ten. Okay. At at five minutes to ten, it's. Uh, it's Evan and Joe Beningo. That Joe can come into your show, mess around a little bit. And then after that is uh, uh, Tiki and Tierney. And then we put a little show together. You know, I'd like to bring Carlin and Malusis back, but every show will only be three hours. Where's Sal in this mix? Huh? Sal Licata. Are you, are you firing Sal? Is that what you're doing? Oh, you're just oh, getting rid of him, Sal. kicking him to the curb? 
Sal, I'll probably stick as the board op for uh, Carlin and Mooks. He's a good board op guy. Yeah, that that, that makes a lot of sense. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I like that, actually. I like that mix, those three guys. Those three guys would be personal. I'll probably rip rip Jerry Recco off the morning show and put Lepresti in there. Oh, gee, but you just said the warm-up show was going to go from 6 to 6.30. That's Jerry involved with that. Yeah, we can move Jerry around. You know how you have, you know how you have the uh, what's his name, the uh, the Jet fan and uh, Lepresti once in a while. Peter Schwartz. Believe it. Peter Schwartz. Jerry sick all the time. Yeah. Here's a Jerry question: Does Jerry ever leave one sick day a year? When was when was the last time he left one sick day on the table? Yeah, you know, Mike, I'm I'm not sure. It's a question for Jerry. Maybe at about eight twenty-five, we can. Mike, you really don't like Jerry, huh? Well, Jerry, you know, Jerry, I grew up with guys like Jerry. As they're sweet-talking you, they're knifing you in the back. I, I remember seeing a video of Jerry dancing behind Boomer, and he's making fun, goofy faces behind the number one lead, you know? Yeah. Jerry is Jerry. He's Jerry, all right? You know? Yeah, talk about disrespect. Yeah. You know, that's one of those goofy faces and stuff. But, yeah, you know, I really do, Mike. I love your idea of Carlin and Moose with Sal as the board op. Now, we'd have to train Sal again on the board, but I think... <laughs> I think that would be perfect. I think that would be perfect. Yeah. If you'll get those guys together, you know. And yeah. that five-minute Evan and Joe B show from 9.55 to 10. <laughs> five minutes. That's what he said. No, I think what he meant was he just comes in here for five minutes before 10 o'clock, and then they have their show at 10 o'clock. But no. I mean, all kidding aside. Okay. That was a horrendous idea. <laughs> I do like the fact you were keeping us where we where we are. Yes, and then shaving a half and hour. Shaving off. a half hour off. Yes, yeah, as long. Yeah, right. As long as we don't have to shave any pay off, I would take that. Mm. You know, I've been trying to shave off days. <laughs> <laughs> right, and miles too. <laughs> we could yeah, probably, right exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, building a studio somewhere in the. And if I was on at six o'clock, would he get paid for that then? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm losing that thirty minutes of my show. Exactly, just like you guys are. Right, you have to start paying. So the radio he thinks station. you guys six to six thirty as opposed to five to uh, five thirty to six. They're five to six. Five to six. I mean, yeah, we only get a half hour. Uh, at a at a half hour, make it ninety minutes of Alan Jerry. I think we should also have McMonagle on from eleven p.m. to six a.m. Yes, every night. Just. Just grind him. Just let him go right through. Yeah, basically. Yeah, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Get to. You know, basically like learning on the job. You're just grinding out those hours. Go through every Yankee minor league affiliate <laughs> roster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right, Boomer. That's coming up minute. at 10, by the way. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 